Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today in reading the Gospels, we are reading Luke 1, 26 through 38. And this is the announcement to Mary. In the six months, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and is in the sixth month with her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The same angel Gabriel, who came to Zechariah, came to Mary. So it seems that uh, heaven entrusted him with planning and executing and orchestrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, being that messenger to go send that good news. And it's interesting that the parallels that we find in these stories, because it, it is the same angel coming um, to an individual. It's interesting that in Elizabeth's version, the angel comes to Zechariah um, and, and meets Zechariah, whereas here the angel's coming to Mary. To Mary first. Yes. Um, and I, I think that's easily explained. Zechariah was married to Elizabeth at the time. They were a couple. They they were advanced in years, and she was barren. And um, Mary, at this point, was still a virgin, and she's not betro- she's not married. She's betrothed to Joseph, but she's she's not married yet. So Gabriel comes to Mary with a proposal, with a plan, mm-hmm. but he comes to Zechariah with a an answer to his prayer. Yeah. So God will always relate to us based on our needs, based on our interests, and will try to synchronize our needs with his plan. Yeah. So how how is it received? It is very interesting that uh, the announcement was somehow similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the angel is excited about what is going to happen. The angel has a a vivid description of the result first John the Baptist now Jesus Christ and uh, the response from Zechariah was how shall I know this in other words how do I know that this is true but the response from Mary was a little bit different she said how will this be 
since I am a virgin. It's very close in the wording, but it's actually very different in the question. So Zechariah is questioning, how is this even going to happen? Um, give me evidence. Yeah, give how, me proof. How, yeah, how do I know that what, was, what you say is true? And again, for me, it gets back to he's he's probably taken off guard about someone standing there, and he's given him this message, and and he's like, how how do I know? Yeah, what yeah. you say is going to happen. He was surprised somehow. Uh, serving in the temple was a, a big responsibility, maybe once in a lifetime for some priest, mm-hmm. and he was focusing on all the details to make no mistake, to have the right words, the right move for the hands and the feet and the body. And now the angel surprises him. Yeah, because no one was supposed to be in there except yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And angel su- surprise kind of surfaced some uh, doubts that he had in his heart. Mm-hmm. Here is uh, when I read, I saw that Mary, Mary's encounter with the angel. It's a little bit more rational. The angel said in verse 29, it says, she was greatly troubled, but tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. How will this be was taken by the angels, not as an expression of doubt, but rather an expression of understanding and maybe a little bit of curiosity. How will that happen? Because... Um, well, it, and that's the last half of that question, because I am a virgin. Mm-hmm. So she's, how, how, what, what is the plan, basically, mm-hmm. uh, is another mm-hmm. way we could pl- paraphrase it in modern. Um, and the answer was beautiful. In verse 36, the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Gabriel's answer to Zechariah was about his wife, that she will have a child. Yeah. Uh, here is between Mary and the Holy Spirit. And the other interesting thing in this um, terminology, that the overshadowing of the Most High, this goes back to sanctuary, mm-hmm. you know, the, the over the Shekinah glory, over the uh, Ark of the Covenant, and also to the Mount of Transfiguration, um, the overshadowing that God overshadows and and comes and is present. Um, In the book of Psalm, there is a similar, while you're describing that came back to me, Mm -hmm. that the Lord is the shadow of your right hand. Mm. That means he's next to you. He's between you and the sun and the rain and the elements and the problems in this world, very close to you. This is the meaning of overshadowing. Yeah. To be with you, to be present with you, to protect you, to provide for you. And Mary's answer is, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord, and let it be according to your word. And right away, the angel departed from her, running to heaven and kind of crying out loud, She accepted, she accepted. Yeah, yeah. And so let. Should we get into the four questions? Because there's sure. more in here, but okay. I, I think I, I want to save it for this as, okay. as well. But what do we learn about Jesus in this um, event that we're reading? Yeah. God doesn't force his plans on us. If the angel Gabriel represented the whole heaven, right? He kind of came to ask permission 
for this joint venture from this cooperation between heaven and earth. If Gabriel did this with Mary, that is a very clear indication that God is respecting our free will and God is working without free will and God wants us to be engaged rationally accepting his plan for us. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily going to force it yes. if we fight it. So here, what what I learn is more basic, I, I think, that, and I think it's important, though. Jesus is not born like every other human being. Mm-hmm. Um, that his father is not of this earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that he has divine origin. We don't see this with John the Baptist. We don't see this mm-hmm. with anyone else in human history, not even Adam and Eve. Um, His biological father. Yeah, his his biological father. Yet he's still an ancestor of David. And this Mm -hmm. comes through Mary, that that his ancestry goes back and and he's still considered a son of David. Um, But I think that's important that we, what we learn about Jesus here is that he is both God Mm -hmm. and human. And yes. we'll find more evidence of that as we continue reading. Mm-hmm. So what is Jesus telling us here? Or what is God telling us here? That he wants to cooperate with us. That the plan of redemption, which was triggered by falling into sin of our proto-parents, Adam and Eve, that plan will be executed in cooperation with us human beings. Mm-hmm. God could have entrusted his holy angels, starting with Gabriel, the preaching of the gospel, sharing of good news. But he wants to involve us into this process. And that is amazing. And just touching on what you said about what did we learn about God, he desires our willingness, you know, our cooperation. He, mm-hmm. He's not going to force. Um, we do see stories in the Bible. You know, we were just talking about this Jonah where Jonah said, no, I'm going somewhere else. And God brings a storm and brings a whale, and now he's going towards Nineveh. But he's still, God did not put him in Nineveh. He still had a choice. He could have walked away. And But in many instances, we're given a choice whether we want to follow God or not. And if we choose not to, he moves on to someone willing. Absolutely. We are not pre-programmed to execute something. We are not robots. We are not even a um, artificial intelligence chatbot that will execute only what uh, it was being trained. Yeah, I was talking this last weekend. You know, we're recording this around Valentine's Day and and all that. But this idea of a soulmate that God has someone in the universe for us that I don't. That's not a biblical concept. Mm-hmm. that we make our soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, we we make those connections, and um, God gives us the freedom to walk the path that we we desire to go down mm-hmm. in, in many ways. So, all right, what are we going to do about it? Well, uh, Mary said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And I think there is a stage in our lives when we want to understand who God is, what is his plan, the big picture, 
what is my role in his big picture plan until we accept it. We have to respond. Mm-hmm. Because the angel came with a very interesting proposal. It's not just an announcement this is going to be, period. It was kind of a proposal. And the angel departed her only after she accepted. Uh, Reading the gospel, we are going to see that every word, every line, every story is a kind of invitation, directly or indirectly. And we have to respond to that. Yeah, so we have the choice to accept or reject the invitations of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and what am I going to do about it? I'm going to accept it. Mm-hmm. So, And the final question, how can we share this with others? At least uh, Mary did it. Mm-hmm. It is not in the other Gospels. It seems that Luke uh, went and talked to Mary, mm-hmm. most likely, to have all these details. And uh, it seems that she willingly shared these stories with a purpose. And that is to encourage us to share our story, Mm -hmm. how we have accepted God's plan to be part of our life first, to dwell in the heart second, and to use us for uh, advancement of his kingdom. And um, those stories are there. We live them every day, and we can't wait to share them. Yeah, and God's not coming to us necessarily in the form of an angel sitting across the table giving us messages, but he gives us messages through his word. Mm-hmm. And as we read his word, as we read the gospel and read different parts, um, we hear messages from him and we have the ability to accept and share. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much that you sent your son to this earth to live that we might have an example of how we should live and to die that we might not have to face eternal death. Father, I pray that in our lives we will accept your plans, your desires for us, that we will desire to do your will, and that we will share our testimonies with those around us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.